0: Thursday today is Thursday the 5th of January 2023 this is episode number six we have the usual suspects I'm Johnny Zero and Shaner McCauley joins us hailing from Oshawa Ontario say something hello welcome to the punk rock Dadcast. (laughs) we are not exclusive to dads moms or those who cannot can or cannot procreate we are just two dads who love punk here, we're here to talk about punk. Local, unlocal, old, new, lower, large, and small. This is going to be a fucked up episode. It is. <laughs> no rules, no holds barred. Being a punk show, listener, discretion is fucking advised.
1: I, I actually almost puked because you said we had a surprise <laughs> guest. But... It's Robbie, and I know Robbie. <laughs> I know Robbie. Let me finish
0: the
2: intro. I know.
1: Okay, finish the finish Great. the intro. I know Robbie, so I feel more comfortable Thank now.
0: you for wasting your time with us. Thank Questions, you. Questions, comments, want to start a fan club, want to make us stickers, a shrine to our excellence? Email us at punkrock.cast at gmail.com. We may or may not get back to you. Today on our show, we have Robbie Blaze. Howdy ho. <laughs> Howdy how? <laughs> hey. Wait,
1: since we're doing the plugs, uh, also, I'm launching... uh, Sites up? Punkrockdadcast.com.
0: Beautiful. Very nice. With
1: all our stories and pictures and videos and everything, so you can follow along.
0: Wonderful. I'm glad somebody does the work in this group, because I just push record.
1: I'm a workaholic
0: (laughs) and an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> We're just holics Alright, so we've got uh, some music, some stories And lots of fun for you all tonight uh, Robbie and I have just been downstairs in my basement Working in my studio And I say that with uh, air quotes Because uh, it's just kind of like a, a place where I like to create And um, Robbie, is uh, one of my good buds of the whole world He's here from Mm -hmm. Montreal, guesting all the way from Montreal. Actually, he's moving to Montreal like tomorrow, but he's from here. So he's just going to kind of breathe heavily in the background while we uh, drink our beers and and listen to stories. I have a deviated septum, okay? That's
3: what happens when you get in too
0: many mosh pits. Is that
1: that why you told me, Johnny, that uh, you might be going to Montreal this weekend?
0: Yeah, I was going to drive him, but he couldn't come up with the gas money, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's he's, why. That's why we. Himself. That's why we need sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Please sponsor Jagermeister. Fucking pass blue ribbon. Where you at? Eso. If you sponsor
3: Anyone? Johnny, he will drive my stuff back to my <laughs> new
0: place. As I'm drinking my Heineken with my fucking, <laughs> we have our traditional Jagermeister. Uh, uh, what's it called? Shot. Uh, yeah, Jagerbomb. Jagerbomb? Right, right before, right before yep. every show. Yep. And at the end of our show, we have at least one to five whiskey shots. Yeah, yeah and you know why what? I stay up until fucking 2 o'clock in the morning. But y'all have to leave here today at like midnight, okay? Uh,
4: and and, and <laughs> you know what?
1: Last last week, we had Dustin on the show, and we were talking about the
0: Belvedere show. Yeah. And Straight oh, yeah. Line. We All didn't even the, have a Belvedere show. We shot. didn't have a we Belvedere. Did not. We did I put not that, that away yep. the next day, and I was like, oh, man, we didn't have that. We did not oh, have a shit. Belvedere shot.
3: Those guys are awesome, actually. I love Belvedere.
0: Hey, Google. Turn off the Jagger machine.
1: Yeah. You're making too much noise. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Can you
3: turn off my heavy breathing, too?
0: This is... <laughs> I wish. Uh, there, this is no longer a fucking punk show because uh, I have everything connected uh, to Google in my fucking basement, and everybody thinks I'm posh, but I just uh, spent all the money my uh, wife's dad gave us when he died, so, I mean, I really don't... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so so so,
1: so so speaking of technology uh, so this is going to be different this week because bless you bless you yep um okay are we done yeah <laughs> okay. it's only two sorry guys so um gotta sneeze so for christmas i got a, a pair of uh apple airpods uh-huh oh and and they sound really cool and i use spotify and and i thought the sound was awesome Fuck and Spotify. Our, our, our good buddy, Matt Rock, yep. said, well, what are you using to listen he to He told you about and
0: lossless listening.
1: Yeah. Yes. And, and Spotify is only doing like a 320.
0: So if you have any significant hearing damage, it's not going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mine's bad. Yeah. But
1: um, yeah, I remember five days of yeah, hearing in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, I started doing my own research. And Apple and Amazon and stuff like that—they're—they're they're running like nineteen hundred and something. Yeah, like way better quality. And they've got like uh,
0: Sonos, and yeah. the ones like that, yeah.
1: So I started looking into it, and I'm—I'm yeah. I'm currently switching all my stuff over to Apple, Apple right now, yep. and it's way better quality. Um, not so much the uh, indie punk rock stuff, because you know it's only.
3: You can only add quality where quality is exactly, right.
1: but but some of the more mainstream,
0: we're higher end listening record to punk rock label. and we're listening to lo-fi shit anyway. So right,
1: but some of the stuff like uh, <clears throat> I, I think Matt sent me uh, Taylor Swift. No, uh, <laughs> I fucking don't even know some of these artists, and I don't care to. But the quality is a huge yeah, difference. Yeah, you can tell.
0: Yeah, I remember listening to a. Um, uh, What's his name? Alan Cross. Yep. Yeah. Uh, did he did he pass away? No, no, no. Okay, no. Run. Yeah. Okay. He did a he did a bit on uh, Suzanne Vega, uh, who did that. Uh, it is morning. Get my coffee. You know that fucking song from the nineties, whatever. Yeah. By Suzanne Vega. Anyway, it was one of the reference tracks when they first started doing like uh cd right because like they recorded it on however many track hi-fi and then when they compressed it to like cd or mp3 so much got lost in like the whole mix of stuff i don't even know the proper way to like really articulate this but like it's just really dumbed the fuck down yeah and like when you listen to both of them on the radio it doesn't really translate either but if you go back and listen to like uh you know, a, a lossless version of it, uh, or like uh, Flack, or, you know, anything better than MP3 or anything like that. Um, you know, you can really dig back into some of these audio quality type stuff and find better versions of stuff. But, uh, I mean, most of the shit we listen to now is just.
3: I mean, when you're looking at lossless formats, though, the most that's By the way, get affected.
0: Robbie is here, and he is a fucking <laughs> audiophile, okay? He went to school for. Audio engineering and production. Right. Metalwork Studios. Uh, and he never amounted to anything. But <laughs> 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 and now he's moving to Montreal. But you know what? Yeah. Like fuck uh, me up. Like Montreal. I trust this guy for like a lot of the we he he does a lot of our um uh mixing mastering and miss mixing mastering and engineering. Thank you, Jen. And um uh he was he was he was the other guy who was gonna do our first episode and then Jen kinda took over. But uh you know he's time. he's done a bunch of stuff on blamethrower tracks, yeah, for sure. he knows what he's talking about uh when it comes to uh lossless and stuff like that, so I'm gonna consider you today's authority on uh the subject matter at hand, so please continue so
3: when you're looking at like high quality sample rates and bit rates, the main and like the quality of audio, a lot when you go into like lower qualities <clears throat> lower sample rates like c d and stuff like that, even. <clears throat> A lot of things get dumbed down. Blu-ray audio is really advanced. Um, but a lot of what you're going to lose is like those reverb trails and the echoes and the delays and stuff like that. Gating. Yeah. It kind of almost cuts those things off where if you listen to something like on a Blu-ray or like you were saying Apple Music, you're going to really hear like like a lot of the reverbs and and delays and the little nuances that you wouldn't hear on just like a cd format or a radio format or especially an mp3 but i won't touch on that subject
0: tell me about i remember seeing you had a uh, i'm looking at shane and pointing at him with all five fingers right now uh you had a you had a a, a note to speak about O noir you were going to talk about
1: i do and it's still on this list for today because i keep carrying it over
0: why is that important and what did you want to talk about
1: well, I actually want... Because this to,
0: all relates to closing your eyes and taking in an experience that is other than, you know... Uh, so, so Eau Noir, it, there's only... And it actually ties in
1: with Montreal as well. Beautiful. So, it's funny. Mm. Uh, there's only two Eau Noirs. It's a restaurant. There's one in Toronto. And I've there's, been, yes. There's, you have
0: been? I have once, yes.
1: Okay, because I wanted to do... Uh, I want
0: you to explain it, but I'm just relating to I you. I will <laughs> explain
1: it, but I wanted to do a double date with, oh, yeah? with our wives. Have you been? I've been twice. Yeah. And I thought it'd be super fun to do a double date with our wives. Cool. Au uh, Noir is basically you go down. It's downtown Toronto, right? You get off at Bloor, off the DVP, um, right by, is it Castle Frank or Frank Castle?
0: Uh, Castle Frank, but I don't know if it's near there. I'm I'm really... You you get off anyway. You
1: park your car. It looks like uh, a subway station. You go Mm -hmm. downstairs underground, and you get to uh, a pre-lit bar, very dimly lit, so you can read the menu. You can order whatever food you want. It's a three-course meal. You can do the mystery meal. Yep. Everything like that. Mm -hmm. And then you have blind
0: servers completely blind right. so they the essential premise behind this is that you go downstairs you yep. read the menu they turn off all the lights and you dine completely in the dark
1: you are you go through double doors right so that there's no light right. inside the restaurant it is pitch black no phones nothing like that and and you basically the waiter le- the waiter or server I should say uh, like my wife was holding the shoulder and I was holding the sho- shoulder of my wife. You get let in, they sit you down. It is complete darkness. We were there for an hour and a half. Your eyes do not adjust to blackness. Right. It's incredible. Uh,
0: it heightens your other senses. Exactly. You, you don't, so, they so do a mediocre steak is still a mediocre steak. <laughs> uh, everything tasted good though I'd,
1: I I couldn't like your eyes uh, don't adjust you, after. you haven't
0: lived your entire life half blind like I have it, <laughs> but it, it, but <laughs> it, <truth>. it, it <laughs> always
1: reminded me of uh, that movie with Adam Sandler um, sneaky sneaky Mr. Deeds Mr. Deeds so
3: well, were you saying there's uh, one in Montreal as well there is I'm gonna have to check that out Yeah.
0: Cat, if you're gonna to listen to this, I'm taking you there.
1: Yep, absolutely. And for two people it's around hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty reasonable way to spend it's an not evening. Terrible. It is,
1: yeah, it's not terrible at all.
0: Yeah. The food is okay. I wouldn't say it's anything to write a home write home about, but <clears throat> the experience was nice because I, re- I I did really like, you know, the experience of dining in the dark. Uh, when we went, we went with uh, another couple. I can't even remember who the fuck it was. That's how unmemorable the experience was. However, uh, that was that was a good time. Like, I've definitely been there. It was cool. Um, and I kicked a bush on the way out, and I said, fuck this bush. It was funny. And my wife still... Uh, so punk rock. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody in there knew that I was wearing, like, a total battle vest or anything like that. Um, you know, I could... Uh, what's cool is that, like... Art and blindness are the great equalizers. Yeah. You could be a fucking millionaire and sit down at this restaurant and you could be the fucking poorest person on earth and sit down at this restaurant and they'll treat you the goddamn same because they don't care what the fuck you're wearing. They don't care what you're having to eat because they have three fucking options. They're going to treat you the same either way. And uh, Is it that
3: they don't care? They just can't see you though. Why would they care?
0: I guess they can't
3: see it, anyways.
0: No, it, and that's beautiful, right? And it I mean, is beautiful. I said this on online the other day. I was like, "Art is the great equalizer because, like, the poorest person in the world could have drawn the Mona Lisa." Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? You don't need a fucking education to be, you know, producing great art, and that's what I love about art. You, you know, you could you could see something from a fucking toddler. <laughs> Who draws Jesus, and then, you know, some fucking rich, stupid asshole that draws a Jackson Pollock. And, uh, you know, it's all the same. That's what
3: punk rock is about.
0: Exactly. You could still be a shitty punk rock artist, though. <laughs> there are a lot out there. Don't get me started. Yes, and we are m- three of them. Uh, so, so uh,
1: we've been talking a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. You want to play a tune?
1: Yeah, I don't know... Um really where this is going to take us but I, ha- I think
0: we should play some Black Flag
1: oh, okay I was going to go with Black Me Out by Against Me
0: oh I like that one too let's do that
1: so a little history about this song uh, Against Me they, uh, they signed with a major record label they did not like it they took full control of their music their identity everything it was not a good thing um they basically said fuck you to the label. And uh yeah, this one's called Black Me Out by Against Me.
3: My girlfriend's going to love this. <laughs> If I owed you something
4: Black me out
3: on your walls, Johnny.
0: We have uh, a lot of... Have you heard that song before, Robbie? No. First Impressions? Really? Yeah.
3: No, I love it.
0: I know, I, I love that fucking song.
3: Like I was saying, Johnny, during the song break, uh, Against Me are an amazing band, and I have nothing but appreciation for them. Just, yeah, my it was also my old best friend's favorite band, and then he was uh, begging my girlfriend, so I kind of like shut them out for a bit. Which they don't deserve. I think they deserve more attention. Did, did,
1: what, did you just say? Somebody was banging your girlfriend? Yeah,
3: my old best friend, and he loved against me, and so for that reason, I just like never thought they were bad, but so, I just so was who, like, who, I was? Who is, not, nobody
0: who, from the band or anything. It was, a, he doesn't like against me, on principle because his old best friend I used did. to like him and oh okay and, okay okay and that person started banging his girlfriend so okay now he's, now he's got a bad gotcha, taste in his gotcha. mouth. yeah much okay. like that girl did probably <laughs> okay okay because i was gonna say <laughs> it's
3: been years though it, it, and i it, mean i i should give them more of the appreciation the taste is probably deserve, gone right because
1: okay so the lead the lead singer used to be tom but Gable. it is lasting yeah. the lead Laura singer jane grace now, now yeah, yeah, yeah it, now it's lord jane grace and mm. lord jane grace is Awesome. Her awesome. and I are friends. And on that's Facebook. amazing
3: for her. You know, like, come out. Yeah. Go do what makes you happy as long as it's not hurting anybody else. Who cares? Absolutely. Rock and it. Rock it as hard as you can. And oh, yeah.
1: and Johnny and I were supposed to go and see Laura Jane Grace.
0: I won tickets.
1: Yep. And you could. Some, something
0: happened to me and you and your wife went? Yep. Yep. And
1: it awesome was awesome. And was, I've seen it good. against
0: me a bunch of times before. They're fucking fantastic. I
1: have too, and I have lots of video of me crowd surfing because I'm always oh, yeah. crowd surfing, yep. right? That's
3: my thing too. Crowd surfing? Yeah, I broke my ankle crowd surfing. But I've, I've, a, I've, yeah.
1: I've cracked ribs many times crowd surfing.
3: Well, you don't even want to hear what Jesus. band it was. during. <laughs> I'm not saying that on a podcast. That's I do sure. know oh uh, okay it was good charlotte oh yeah uh, all right uh, cool we're this, all right yeah whatever. whatever this man. is this is where we open up on punk. it was you very rock fast actually we're talking <clears throat> about... i was just
0: saying last well, i say this fucking every episode punk uh pop punk is still punk and you know what mm. good charlotte i'm not gonna lie because i'm young yep Good Charlotte was one of those bands that got me into better bands. <laughs> my girlfriend, my
3: ex-girlfriend Mandy loved them and we were at Rockfest and I mean I was bored like 2005 I admit, 6 No offense to them or any yep. fans of them but like I was just bored. They were and one I, of my first So I was like I yeah. go like crowd surfing but they dropped me in the mosh pit. And people with, just uh, started falling left and right. And I had four guys fall on top. I had one guy already fell. I fell on top of him with my leg on top. And four guys fell on top of my foot in the pit there. And I
0: just heard it go. Oh. I, saw him, I saw him with Newfound Glory. Yeah, Newfound yeah. Glory would be a pretty I, decent band. I've, I've seen
1: actually. Newfound Glory at, pop at the band. Cool House. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know there's, what? there's nothing wrong with Fuck, Pop They put punk. on a good there show. There's nothing
3: wrong with Pop Punk. There are some great pop punk bands out there, like yeah. But I, again, I, I've been a big fan of Offspring, MXPX, and
1: I don't. I uh, yeah. Uh, MXPX. Don't get Shane
0: started on MXPX. He fucking will talk for the entire yeah. rest of the episode. I mean, they're not one of the greatest. <laughs>
3: they're
1: they're my 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 go to band. They are like oh look, they look are. My, your... Look at my hoodie. Like, come on
0: i don't even see it when you can you probably did and subconsciously 20, mentioned mxpx to get him going
1: 25 years now
0: <laughs> you know i started liking them when i bought uh, uh before everything and after which was back in like uh 2003 or 4. yeah but you're young yeah it was like you know when i was 16 had my first car <laughs> you know first and hand I'm, job and i'm tapped no. <laughs> tapping along. <laughs> I came many years later. T- tapping along <laughs> on the steering wheel to them, you know. And I had like that and like a Linkin Park album and like a Green Day album. And uh, I think a Rage Against the Machine album or something like that. I just went to like a Best Buy and like bought like four albums and drove to fucking. You're like, these will make Guelph me cool. G- drove to Guelph from Windsor. No, that was actually one of the probably one of the first times that I like went to. I'm saying a record shop with fucking air quotes again, because like it's not a record shop; it's a Best Buy, and <laughs> you know, like I, I, I was not young, naive, whatever. I, I basically judged anything by the cover, and I saw that cool little dude with the like, you know, the, the little cartoon skull with the, what do you call him, Shane? What's that? The guy on the belt buckle for all the MXPX PXPX PXPX is the name is this guy? Yeah, uh-oh. there you go. That's on my back. I seen him, I seen him on a, like a, an album cover or whatever. And I was like, I'm gonna buy that album. There he is.
3: <laughs> right. That guy. Yeah. 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 You know what? I originally brought up MXPX, and you pointed at him. I thought you were about to like bitch me out for Oh,
0: <laughs> No, man. We don't do that around here. No, all. We're well, all totally can. supportive. Not only is this a podcast, this is our weekly get it all out. Um, you say know, what you want. Say what you want. No judgment zone. be a dad. Don't talk about Metallica. <laughs> and <laughs> no no censorship. No, no judgment. Just don't talk about Metallica. Good, cause
3: I never <laughs> asked you like rules or like what the hell we should talk about or oh, what no. coming in here. So
0: we often um, this is like our therapy, man. This is like our once a week, even if we didn't have guests or we didn't air this because technically we don't have any fucking listeners at this point. Shane and I just come down, drink a couple beers, pretend like we're sitting around at the trailer and listen to a fucking couple of I show him a couple albums that he's never heard before, he shows me a bunch of albums I've never heard before, and we talk about them and we have a lot of fun and we just drink a bunch of fucking booze. <laughs>
3: That's my favorite part.
0: I mean, um, this is our once a week, like, if we can't get to a thank show. Thank you for
3: inviting me. I love drinking booze. You were invited. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: I mean, you just kind of ended up here, but I love you anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. okay. I'm really glad you're here, honestly. So yeah, tell glad I'm here, so too. This is tell incredible. us about uh, your experience in Montreal last week and the ripcords. Okay. So,
3: yeah. So, I lost, uh, I lost my job, I lost like which i'm injured too um so i lost my job i was injured great detail (laughs) i got injured at work and then uh i was sick i got covid and then so i had to take more time off work and when i got back my work fired me which uh i'll see you guys in court but (laughs) anyways Moving on from that, you know, uh, I was in a month-to-month lease here in Oshawa, and, well, I guess not here in Oshawa. We're in Brooklyn right now, but in the area. (laughs) And, uh, so anyways, like, things happened. I started seeing this girl, this wonderful woman uh, named Kat in Montreal, and, uh, so I've been out there. I spent my holidays out there with her, um, don't know is it them uh, i don't know no no the rip cords like r-i-p-c-o-r-d-z uh, okay. All right, keep going. um so anyway so i've been out there the last couple of weeks and uh well she went out with her family and stuff which was already pre-planned um for new year's and i didn't even think i was going to stay out there that long Anyways, I was like, what the hell am I going to do? I'm here by myself. I replace my old drummer from my old band, Bloodshot Eyes. Um, well, one of the, the many drummers that I had in Bloodshot Eyes. Um, he's also from the Beta 58s, so if anyone wants to check him out, go check out the Beta 58s. They're amazing. They're from Kingston. Um, they write amazing, upbeat, punk, straight-up, old, skate punk kind of songs. Um Anyways, uh he's been advancing, and he's now the drummer of the Ripcords, so I ended up figuring out the Ripcords are playing in Montreal, their hometown. Ripcords have been in Montreal since 1980, so I mean like and they're going on over forty years now, and just amazing those guys. Um, so anyways, I see the show the show flyer about them, but it, it all it says it has no address or anything. It says "Ask a Punk. um and so I asked him, obviously, I'm like, you're playing this show. Can you tell me where it is? And he's like, it's at this place called Trackside in Montreal. Uh, do you know how to get to it? Because I definitely didn't. I was like, no. And I had to get like a map drawn for me to go there because it was a hidden secret venue. And I got to say, this venue was so amazing. Oh, like, It was like, so, like, so punk rock.
1: Like the broom handle.
3: Pretty much. Almost <laughs> like the broom handle. Although I didn't have to pull a broom handle to get in there, but I had to
0: ask a punk to go figure out where it was. And that's what, uh, remember when we saw um, Black Cat Attack and who else played? Cross Dog. Yeah. She said uh, that uh, the Black Rotilicious that. was like an ask a punk type dog. of venue. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is, but like the locals all kind of know about it. I can't believe. Robbie knows Crossdog. Oh, I do. Oh yeah, what do you know about Crossdog?
3: Um, I forget where I saw him. I think they played a show with the Corporate Life when I was doing producing for the Corporate Life. Actually,
0: love you, Justin Cupland. Oh, yeah, oh, I always love that guy. Tra- um, Tracy, always, tra- I like Tracy Trino.
1: from Crossdog. Yeah, she was I, super fucking awesome. They man.
3: are awesome, actually. I could I heard about them before. I heard about them a lot, actually. When I saw them play with the Corporate Life, I was like, "Holy fuck, this band's got it going on!" And they're
0: still active. You know, I'm aren't gonna they? message Justin now and see if uh, see if he can f- come and play a fucking come guest. Yeah, he should come and guest because
3: he has a lot of experience himself. Anyway, so yeah, we go to Trackside, and it was amazing. I love that venue. Um, I'm not going to explain where it is, because if uh, you're in Montreal and you got to go Trackside, well, go ask a punk, I guess. Um, but it's amazing. It's everything a punk rock venue could want. It's a little small. It's pretty tight in there. But, man, like I haven't seen a punk rock show in there since I used to go to the dungeon downtown Oshawa. And probably even more, like, you know, you can do whatever you want to do in there without uh, explaining too much.
1: So, yeah, so, Robbie, did
3: you know that the dungeon's coming back? I do know. It's the Asha Music Hall now, though, isn't
1: it? Yeah, the Asha Music Hall. uh, Ed and Maggie
3: bought the old. I mean, they bought the venue. Is it going to be the dungeon or not? That's a question. It's going to be stage 44. That's right. That's what, yeah, which okay. is 44 bond, and I really hope they maybe keep some of the spirit without like the giving ecstasy of 14 year old <laughs> children. No, uh, uh,
1: I have photos I can share. They have all the old stickers from all the old the bar table, like the bar, everything. I, I don't know if I do I should they say, say this, but do they have the smell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I hope not. I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I should say Do this. Do you have the non working toilets and plumbing? No. No. Well then it's... I don't want to be part of it. No, no.
1: You <laughs> <don't>. Maybe add <laughs> this
3: out if it's not uh, applicable, <laughs> but you know, I uh I was around there one night and uh I was pretty drunk and I walked by and there was a basement door wide open Yeah. the dungeon and yep. I, I walked myself through it. It was still getting uh renovated. Oh, yep. It was all drywalled and taped off and I went there. I didn't touch anything. There was a lot of things I could have touched, but yeah. I definitely did not want to. But I walked around, and it's it was kind of nostalgic at the same time. It was completely a different place. So go in there. I will want to really see what it's like once it's running as a venue, and I'm sorry if this does get released for walking through. I swear I didn't do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, go in there and say hi to Ed. Ed's kind of the, the lead hand. um, just tell them your buddy's with uh Shayner.
3: Yeah, well, once it's open and I'm down, of course, even being in Montreal, I'm always going to come back and Yeah, of course. It's my home. My hometown anyways. Cool. You
0: want to play some rip chords?
1: Yeah, let's do let's that. I I was trying to line up a song. Uh, we'll we'll touch base on this after if I can find the song cuz uh we're talking about Montreal and we will touch base on uh, Rockfest. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah.
0: This is the Ripcords with Girls in the Pit. Fuck yeah. was Girls in the Pit by the Ripcords. And thank you, Robbie, for that very wonderful story about the Ripcords. My wife joins us all the way from upstairs. <laughs> Hi, Welcome, everybody. Isabel.
2: Why, thank you. That's very, very generous of you.
0: We were talking about uh, Au Noir earlier, and uh, you and I went, so I thought I would invite you to talk about your experience
2: well, at Au Noir. Thank you. Thank you very much. <coughs> I'll tell you one thing, Johnny. Um, I loved the experience. I thought it was really cool. Um, when we went, there wasn't an extensive menu at all, but the one thing that did appeal to me was the steak, the mm. filet mignon. Is that <laughs> when you
0: started to eat steak?
2: So I gave it a chance, and I'll tell you one thing. Eating in the dark <laughs> is a journey, and it wasn't easy, especially steak, but... It was so good, and you could taste everything in that steak. And I went back for more. And oh, you I did, went, did you? Well, maybe not to own noir, but I went <laughs> back for more steak.
0: <laughs> you never were really much of a steak eater before that, were you?
2: No, not at all.
0: And now that I cook it?
2: Well, you know, surf and turf. How, how could you say no?
0: Uh, we were looking at pictures from earlier today, and we definitely have to do surf and turf again very soon. I'm looking forward to that.
2: Pretty sure we have some lobster tails in the freezer.
0: We got some crab. Yep. Legs. We got some lobster tails.
2: We got the red lobster box of biscuits. Oh, mm. let's
0: do that. Can we do that this weekend?
2: Mm. Right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do me. <laughs> <laughs> with the biscuits. <laughs> yes.
0: Do me with the biscuits. I'm gonna pour a drizzle
2: oh, bu- butter, drizzle. <laughs> butter all over
0: your body. <laughs> okay. Jen, you can edit most of this out, yeah, this but I mean, you can also masturbate to it if you really want to. Oh. <laughs>
2: this Jagerbom is not strong enough.
0: <laughs> well, do you have anything else to say, my dear?
2: This is the most punk rock I get, actually. So, yeah. Actually,
0: here's a good story. Mm. You were on my band's recording of Catholic Schoolgirls Rule
2: that's
0: right. Uh, it was originally a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Uh, we re-released it, re-recorded it, re-released it in 2017. And we actually have special permission from the Red Hot Chili Peppers to redistribute this song. Do you really? Of course we do. Wow. Yes, we have written fucking permission from Flea himself, or at least somebody who works with him, that, <laughs> um, because uh, we... Um, released it on one of their like charity albums.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah. It was like a contest or something, right?
0: No, it was just like uh, something that, uh, Brandon Smith, uh, the bass player was involved in. He heard about it. There was like 26 songs on this, um, on this album, uh, for charity. And it was like, you know, local bands or whatever, re-recording songs. And, uh, we, we tried our hand at it and they accepted it for, for one of their, um, Uh, compilation albums. Sorry, I'm burping a lot because I'm drinking fucking beer. (laughs) And uh, we actually have redistribution rights for that song. And you, my lovely wife... I think you were pregnant at the time.
2: With Aurora, yes I was. Yep. Yeah, everybody was drinking.
0: Pregnant with me. our first. And we uh <laughs> we did it at uh, it was so much
2: 220 fun. Two twenty
0: Bruce Street in Oshawa in Brandon's so basement. So much fun. And I think your sister was there. Mm-hmm. And uh Keith and you all the guys play from the, from the clip, band. No? Yeah, we're gonna play the whole song. You should. Yeah, we'll play the song. You
2: gotta listen to the very end though. Yeah. That's the that's... We're all
0: laughing and carrying on, and having a great time. It was awesome. Uh so up next we've got Catholic School Girls Rule by me, Blamethrower, <laughs> and featuring my lovely wife uh, with permission from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice,
2: badass. <laughs> Enjoy.
4: Just how deep, deep is my throat?
1: Apparently, me and Robbie missed that last break.
0: That was Catholic Schoolgirl's Rule by Blamethrower, with and you, permission from Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: Yep, and you had your wife on, and we missed it.
0: Bye, wife. Bye, wife.
1: Uh, I had something to chime in on, but I missed it, and now my thoughts has gone. But uh, we were talking about Au Noir, uh, downtown Toronto. Yep. There's a lot of hidden gems. Um, I want to talk about, have you guys heard of, uh, Ted's mechanics? No,
3: no, I have not.
1: Okay. So Ted's mechanics is a place. I think it's on,
0: uh, Bloor. Are you allowed to talk about this? Yes, I am. Is this like fight club that you can't talk about? It's kind of, it's
1: kind of like going back to the whole broom handle place, but it's not a broom handle place. Uh, anyway, the storefront is blacked out it's kind of like uh silver on a window you can't really tell what it is it says ted's mechanics it looks like a uh, old abandoned shop but you go in there and it is a punk rock jukebox style
0: bar. diy
1: kind of joint yeah, and it is awesome. You just is that go Toronto? In there. Yeah.
3: I fucking love Toronto.
1: I know, me too. Uh, you go in there, and it's just pumping wicked-ass punk tunes. And, uh, yeah. PBR.
0: <laughs> Paper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You guys ever hear of Pat's Pub in Vancouver? No. This was there. like a really... Um, rockabilly slash psychabilly kind of joint, at least when I was there. Um, it was a pretty cool joint. I once broke one of my phones living there (laughs) almost Uh, or did I I say almost? No, I definitely broke one of my phones. They had this, um, like, uh, rockabilly, I don't know, kind of like show and shine. It was a Pat's pub show and shine. I think it was probably like 2008 or nine or something. And, uh, they had like all these rockabilly cars, like rat rods and shit, outside of the venue and whatever. And like, I didn't even walk into this car. I walked in like my fucking pants pocket, just like sideswiped this light of this one car. I didn't affect this car whatsoever. And then I like went to go and reach for my phone. It's fucking shattered. <laughs> like it was just like, right? Like, and then I pick up my phone. I was like, just fucked. And, like, it was just a lead sled, this fucking car. I don't even know what it was. Probably some old Pontiac or whatever. And, like, I never dropped that phone or anything like that. I remember. I remember everything that night. I just walked partially into the side of a car, and it fucked me up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Man, you don't know even have to tell me? I go through a phone every, like, 6 uh, to 12 weeks. Yeah. I need a new cell phone.
0: Shane just had a cell phone incident with his phone cover, didn't he? Yep. Yeah, what happened? Well, I just dropped it on my
1: axle shaft.
0: (laughs) Axle shaft as like a
3: a car thing or axle shaft as like in between your legs?
1: No, no, no. (laughs) Car thing, Jeep thing.
0: It's a Jeep thing. It's a Jeep thing.
1: Yeah, fell off the workbench.
0: It's a Shane thing.
1: Yeah, that's all right. We'll talk about that another day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well what else are you talking about?
1: I got about? I got I got Johnny. You and, got stories? I got Johnny into off roading. Give me some stories. Um okay. What do we uh so we did uh you know what? I wanna talk about because you lived in Vancouver. I did. You're going the other way to Montreal. We oui, oui, wee big uh, at I gotta pull up this story real quick because this is uh This is kind of a nightmare of a story. What happened? Uh, Are you guys familiar with uh, Off With Their Heads?
3: We, we beg at. No, no, but. Okay. Yes, no, Toaster.
0: Nobody? (laughs) Not me, but you are? Yes, Yes. yeah. Off With Their
1: Heads are an incredible band. They are. They're they're one of my favorites. Yep. Uh, So this girl, Desiree. Uh she's twenty four years old. Uh so they finished up off of their heads finished up a show in Vancouver. Um they were towing a trailer behind their van. Uh as they were leaving the show, I guess they were they were stuck at a red light. Uh the band's from Minneapolis, but they were in Vancouver for the night. Um uh. They were at a red light and this this woman 24 old 24 year old woman crossed part, part of the van oh no no just mm-hmm. a listener I guess or a, a, a you know mm-hmm. showgoer mm-hmm. Uh, she mm-hmm. crossed she jaywalked crossed uh, she jumped between the uh, trailer and the van oof what and she got tied up stuck. On the trailer hitch. Oh. The band didn't notice. Oh. Oh. And the light went green. She got dragged five oh. blocks, five city blocks. Mm. Um, That's awful. I don't know if Johnny, if you're familiar with uh, Hastings Street. Yep. Yep. Um,
3: Johnny getting tired. They Johnny. ended up... Yeah, I know. Eh?
1: They ended up getting... A breathalyzer. Yeah. Obviously, they weren't drinking. They had to drive. Mm-hmm. Right? It's their own show or whatever.
3: That's good. No um,
1: drinks. Yeah. Uh, don't drink and drive, children. No, I know.
3: It's not smart. But don't area. do it. Uh, she, uh,
1: she lost an eye.
3: Oh, oh she lived?
1: She lost an eye? She lost her eye. Oh, Jesus. She suffered a shattered jaw, Mm. broken bones, permanent damage to her limbs. Oh, God. Reconstructive surgery, years to complete. There's a GoFundMe page, which I ended up donating to.
3: And everyone else should go donate to that. Holy fuck. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that is a sad time.
1: It is so. So the band off with their heads. After that night, they canceled their whole tour. Yeah. Um, but it pretty yeah, devastating. It is. So, my after that show, my my heart went out to Desiree and her family. Like my well, heart
3: was hurts this? right now.
1: When was I, this? Was a when was this? This was a few years ago. Uh, 2019. Oh
0: wow! That but recently...
1: but yeah, tragic story. Um, mm. I want to play uh, nightlife because I feel like nightlife is my shitty nightlife.
4: <laughs> my
1: my nightlife habits lately. Oh
0: my god! I know this song.
1: Can you play off of their heads, nightlife? Yeah. yeah.
4: In my whole life
1: Johnny's off to Montreal, Robbie and, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah.
3: You fucked that up, alright.
1: what? I'm not going to Montreal. No, I said Robbie's off to Montreal. You no, said, you said Johnny. Johnny. No, I didn't. You did. No, it's recorded. Yeah, you said Johnny. <laughs> I did not.
3: <laughs> oh, okay, Robbie's off to
0: Montreal.
1: You, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be the only one. We should
0: restart this one.
1: Time. Okay, pause. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> we <Well> third you. <laughs> Stop it.
3: Robbie's off to Montreal. You can you can uh repair this stop. right now. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, stop no it. And
1: we're, ba- <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. We're not live, live, are we? Yeah. No. Are we?
3: Okay, guys, no. stop. So stop it. All right.
1: No, just stop talking for a minute. And we're back. Robbie is off to Montreal and sure uh am. we were going to talk about uh Rockfest cuz you've been to a couple
3: I've been to six of them.
1: Six of them. Yeah, that's about how many I've been to. The The 20th anniversary was, anniversary was my favorite by far. That was The crazy. Montebello Rockfest? Yeah.
3: Of course. Okay.
1: Yeah, what other rock absolutely. Yeah, fuck wow.
3: yeah. Uh, actually, there's the Kansas City one, but uh, I we no. weren't talking about that one.
1: Fuck that one. Montebello Rockfest.
3: Montebello Rockfest.
1: 200,000 people, you could drink in the streets. Mm -hmm. It's like a city. It is fucking unreal. It is. Uh,
3: I have so many stories. Don't even want to get me started? Oh,
1: me too, man. Get started. Where do you want to start?
3: Overloading I've never been to one, so did, you guys get you might started. want to turn me down. I did. Or put a limiter on me. I, I don't know.
1: I always did VIP camping, VIP everything. Uh,
3: I did that the last couple of years because my girlfriend really liked to shower. And uh, I never shower. so. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. I never showered.
3: <laughs> the only time I showered there was, like, when I was covered in mud. And I had to, like, blast the fucking mud chunks off of me.
1: Yeah. I never showed. Okay,
3: what, what year are we talking about? Uh, bring up a year. Let's go from there.
1: I don't know. I went the last six years up until it got canceled because they didn't pay their fucking bills.
3: Okay, I did. The first year I went, it was Blink and Rise Against were the headliners. And that was the first year. And we were in Papenovil, Uh the town next to Montebello in okay. Quebec. And, uh, by the end of the night, uh, I we were just fucked. Uh, the first night it was blank, and they didn't end until about two o'clock or something like that in the morning. And, uh, so we were taking shuttle buses between Montebello and Papadoville, and, uh, we found out shortly after waiting for the bus after Blink in Montebello that there was no shuttle bus back to Papineauville. So we had to walk and it's about, uh, 15 miles, which goes to like 20, 20 something miles or 20 kilometers. I mean, um, yeah, it sucked. Um, well, we did, it. uh, we ended up catching, a a a van taxi with a bunch of other French people, um, that, We had no idea with and going back there. That year was ridiculous. So they had porta potties everywhere, but like a bunch of them broke open and there was literally a river of piss going into the festival that you had to. Is that the. Is that from. Oh, God. Yeah, that's why I was walking. Yeah, Johnny's showing it right now for those that can't see but yeah yeah, yeah. like the route yeah it was pretty far it was definitely far and for some reason the festival set up that they had shuttle buses going between there but if you wanted to see the headliner you could not take a shuttle bus back to the spot um that year was so fucked up like uh they literally had so many porta potties break open that there yeah. was a river of piss that when you walked into the festival grounds even if you were in Papinoville this is in the actual festival grounds you would have to hop over a river of piss
1: so yeah so i think i i, I started going the year after that because i was reading all the articles about that year and it made me incredibly anxious and nervous because I heard about all the shit and piss overflowing. <laughs> and I was like, holy fuck, what am I getting myself into?
3: It was so badass <laughs> still, though. And literally, I remember the first night with Blink when we were coming out because they wanted to lead us out in like one exit and one file. But. I- Path and there's like over twenty thousand. Uh, don't even quote me on the number, but there were so many people trying to get out of they're, that place. There, they didn't even care. Uh, uh, punk started just breaking down the fences, and and then they broke down they, the fence and we ran through the backyards.
1: Yeah, they av- they average about two hundred thousand over the weekend, at
3: least, at least,
1: yeah johnny's queuing something up already um but yeah i remember like uh alexis on fire made their comeback there uh, uh that System of a, a Down, of
3: amazing thing. Yeah. system
1: of a down um system of a down I Ra- a good did you see there. ram ramstein i saw ramstein yeah uh limb biscuit corn i saw limb
3: biscuit i've um, seen I saw corn there. I've seen corn tons of times. Fuck myself. man,
1: there's like a lot of big bands, like even The one not-
3: year at Ingo was when they put uh Weezer and Prophets of Rage. Oh, okay. Uh, as headliners. Because a few years before that, Weezer was in there and I saw Weezer. And yeah. They were amazing. Don't get me wrong. But they were they're kinda boring to see live in the middle of a punk show. Yeah. But they were good. They did their things good. Uh but I didn't go that year uh, more because of personal reasons than because of the lineup. Jimmy Eat World was on that one, and I wanted to see them, but I didn't, obviously. Yeah. Um, But my big thing was, like, Weezer was... I already saw them at Rockfest, and they were, like, a mid-tier band on the Rockfest lineup. Yeah. I think it might have been the year with System or the year with Limp Biscuit or something like that. But... Uh Prophets of Rage was like they weren't rage against the machine. They you were trying to be good
0: though if you ever have seen them. Yeah. Prophets? Oh yeah, amazing band.
3: I'm not trying to talk shit, uh I but know it's I,
0: not this and it's not that, but when it is is really fucking cool.
1: And you know what? There 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 are so many bands. Like there's like what four or five stages at Rockfest. Yeah, five stages. Um, and uh, they start Thursday night with the uh, fuck sponsors.
3: Normally. Now, did you go to the last year, the Bontebello Rock?
1: Not when they
3: they. That de- was MXPX when they- and Black Flag Headlining. Oh, then I must And They have- only had like 12 bands between the two days. Oh, shit. I don't know and I went there And I was used to going there Like five years prior Other than the year before which When they really uh,
1: Dumbed it down Yeah, yeah. Oh shit I and didn't know it, it, was
3: there. it was rough Yeah Like everything was empty They also said They had to You know where the campgrounds were Yeah Before right that's where they moved the stage. okay. They said the stage grounds were too flooded out that year. Yeah. And I literally have a picture of me standing in the middle of those stage grounds with no flooding at all. Yeah. Just with a sad face on my face being like, <laughs> uh, what the fuck? No, Alex Bartel, and uh, I hate to call somebody out on your podcast, but you said no rules. So yeah. I'm going to. Go for it. Uh, that guy uh, is the only promoter of a major festival that I know his name. And it's because the one year, he posted his face all over billboards, all over town, all over, like, the the 15-kilometer bubble around Montebello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, saying, don't forget about me. Don't forget about my band. We're the reason why Rockfest happens. Yeah. And Man, he spent so much money. He, yeah, that's kind of a he owed. System down like eight million dollars after oh. they played and he and fucked some- around so many bands and he still wanted to smear his fan. He also spent money to like get him his band that wasn't even active at the time, his old band Deadly Apples, uh, on tour with Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. Yeah, he, so, I mean, he, like, old, he owed he lots of up. money
1: to uh, some 41 too and and many other bands, yeah, he, like.
3: They were like 19 million dollars in debt Fuck. and that's why they had to drop the name uh, of Rockfest or Amnesia Rockfest yeah, or whatever. Yeah, Amnesia Rockfest. And Fest. he came back as Montebella Rock and me and my girlfriend went and it was just as bad as you could imagine it was. <laughs> Plus it pissed rain all weekend. Yeah. so It was
0: horrible. Damn.
1: And like what, I was there one year and uh, you know um, it pissed rain. We ended up our tent, it our, our, our tent leaked so badly. Me and my wife ended up saying, fuck it, let's leave the tent
0: behind. Well, you guys don't go there for the accommodations.
1: No, but we had VIPs, so we hung out in the big VIP beer tent and everything like that. Yep. And and Fat Mike was supposed to be making an appearance and everything like that. But uh, I wanted to throw into this track because, I mean, we could stay up all night because obviously drugs are involved. Uh, me and Matt Rock stayed up till 2am uh, to see Cokie the Clown Cokie the Clown Cokie the Clown who is Fat Mike from NoFX I did see
3: Cokie the Clown
1: he, when I was he put on an awesome performance and Matt Rock was not expecting a depressing show but I know Cokie the Clown is a depressing <laughs> performance
0: uh alright so, Cokie the Clown, Cokie by the, no the Clown.
1: we're back. That was Cokie the clown, Fat Mike from No Effects. Just like
0: Dustin last week, wants to fucking make sure that everybody hears him open his mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, sorry. That's so our, <laughs> that's our that's our main. Yeah, and
1: then you were doing the. Uh, You're doing that last week. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <coughs> Deep throat and cock But uh, Yeah <laughs> <I don't laughs> oh, sorry sorry I got that.
3: I got the so- The wrong idea
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh Boys
1: So uh Me and Robbie Have been doing A lot of storytelling
3: Yep Yeah, yeah it's Do Johnny's you? turn
1: Johnny you got any stories
0: Uh oh, I think I only have one left You're talking about All these big ass festivals And having a good time I was on Warp Tour in 2006. On Warp Tour, not at Warp Tour. No, I was on Warp Tour in 2006 with my band Princess Riot. Woo, 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 and I'm sure woo, woo. y'all know all about Princess Riot. Um, that was a cool one. We were on the Sheera Girl stage, and uh, they they used to make fun of me because I was the princess and they were the riot, and it was like three other girls. With me, Val and Julie and Lindsay, and uh, I was dating Lindsay at the time. Yeah, good times. Um, Did you bang her? I lost my virginity to her. Ooh. Ooh, now you know. So saucy, the the saucy. <laughs> the, the more you know. Yeah, my wife's never going to forgive me for um, explaining that publicly, but uh, I love my wife. That's anyway, nice. um, that's good. That's good, yeah we had a good time uh we did uh we did a couple of uh we we did a uh a demo with uh one of the producers of some forty one's first half hour of power joel casmi and uh, Fuck uh eleven joel. hertz records you know that guy
3: i studied and Joel was there and I have personal issues with joel
0: okay honest. Air Blair
3: Rob was Air the better out. one. Uh Joel okay. What happened between me and Joel? I mean Blair Robb was my producer teacher there. But mm-hmm. Joel Castney was like uh he taught other classes. Uh, we had to do some track where like we took a cover song and uh and then like we got musicians to come in and produce it. So another group, other than mine, we did Marvin Gaye, actually. What's going on was my group. Cool. Um, but another group, they did Rope by uh, Foo Fighters. Yep. So they needed a, a bassist, and then they needed a guitarist, so I ended up doing both. Um, which I could do the guitar part, but then they they recorded some like off-outtake of me like doing a random guitar solo over it. Mm-hmm. And I was so off-put because, like, I'm not an amazing lead guitarist by any ways. I'm not an improvising soloist by any ways. Unless it's my own music, maybe. I was very uncomfortable, and I did it. And then they showed Joel, and Joel was like, that guy should quit fucking playing guitar. He should fucking shut his fucking... You know, he should retire. He's a piece of shit. Like, this guy doesn't know, like, fucking guitar from this and that. He can't even stay on time and everything. And my buddies told me that. And I was like, you know what? Fuck Joel. Well, that's my opinion.
0: Well, um, yeah. I had uh, not too bad of an experience with him, I guess. But uh, it was a very limited, you know, finger space quality of of who who that person was but uh you know i uh, we had a good time i mean we did the we did the demo there was three songs you did with joel yeah i'm sure uh, i mean
3: he's that out of works like Mm -hmm. he was a teacher there and i mean he's done a lot of great things what year was that uh 2013 to 2014
0: okay so i'm talking about 2006 Oh, way before four that. seven. Yeah, so maybe before, before he that, became
3: definitely. jaded and a fucking asshole.
0: Well, he was a uh, a bit with. Uh, I mean, he's he's got some history with uh, some forty one too. Yeah, uh, so does my studio teacher uh, Blair Rob. Oh, cool.
3: Who him and Joel were basically the two studio teachers there.
0: So, well, that was the weekend I lost my virginity. <laughs> 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 You know, that's where I got the nickname Johnny Zero. Oh, Because
1: you were shooting blanks. Because
0: I had <laughs> slept with Zero Girls prior to that weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. Uh, so now the world knows where my nickname came from, and I'm at least Johnny One or Two now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm uh, sorry.
3: I mean, uh, if Joel ever listens to this, uh, fuck you.
0: Never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. What the fuck is that guy doing nowadays anyway? Uh, I looked him still up a little probably while
3: teaching at Metalworks Institute as, far as, I'm, as yeah. far as I know, but I really don't know. Sure. Whatever. He's probably I mean, about as popular as his other I'm sure he's is. done amazing stuff, and I'm sure he'd be an amazing producer, it's just uh, hearing what he had to say about some offbeat fucking improvised solo idea. He's like, this guy should fucking retire. He should fucking quit doing fucking guitar because he fucking sucks. And somebody told me that. I was like, fuck Joel.
0: And I will hold that
3: opinion. So fuck
0: you, Joel. And you know what? You, you can never get better because, you know, practice is irrelevant. Exactly. If you're exactly. nothing, you're still nothing. Yeah, it'd be fuck nice
3: you. if he like just
0: gave me some I'm being totally critical sarcastic by the way. yep <laughs> that's garbage man I wish uh, people um, encouraged each other and I mean
3: it was probably a garbage solo I will not deny that it was probably the most garbage improvised ass solo that was off beat and he was probably completely right in his critique but he was just an asshole about it and I heard about it
0: second hand too so maybe it was like a little telephone so we've got the gordon ramsay of of uh you know music <laughs> production and <punk> in <laughs> fucking Toronto. fuck off then <laughs> if you're not fucking you don't you, punk is punk man you don't fucking criticize one another
3: i wasn't even supposed to record a solo that's the thing i wasn't there to record a solo i was
0: recording record that like guitar but, like it I love happened. the lo fi, live off the floor, crappy bullshit that we all you know just fucking do it and do it yourself. DIY punk rock. I'm, I'm done talking, talking shit, that, baby. Shane, you have some stories?
1: Fuck man, I have so much still. It's only eleven o'clock.
0: Yeah, we got another hour. Speak.
1: All right. <laughs> uh I wanna I wanna loop back to Rockfest real quick because, okay. because oh, I left one fast. story out. Because we always go with uh, the rocks, Matt and Rhonda.
3: Yep. I have one little rock fest story too, if I could. add. Yeah, absolutely,
1: absolutely. So we, I will stay. Out wait of this. your turn. Yeah, <laughs> you're our guest, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just kidding. You're a great guest too. Uh, you, you, uh, you have lots of stories, and I love it. Oh, too um, many. So, so we always go with uh, Matt and Rock. I'm uh, Matt and Rock. Matt Matt and Rhonda um so Lincoln Park was one of the headliners one night and uh Rhonda she took me by the hand and we went up really really close like right by the barricades and I'm texting Matt Rhonda's texting Matt like where are you where are you and he's like I'm I'm front row right by the you know, right by the barricades and he sent a picture and the stage is empty. (laughs) He was at like one of the side stages. Like, do you think, do you think Lingen Park would be playing one of the small stages? (laughs) (laughs) You're at the wrong stage, man. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I always thought that was a funny story. So he missed out. Yeah. Anyway, what's your, what's your story, Robbie?
3: I don't know if this is a good story, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. But I remember the year uh, Sister Down was playing.
4: Yeah.
3: And I was there. I was so blackout drunk. Oh, my God. I was beyond drunk. I was there with my girlfriend at the time, Mandy. And all I remember is, like, she was beside me. Big farm girl and stuff. So, like, you know, I didn't Wasn't too worried about watching her, but, like, also I felt her, like, like kind of bump into me. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I turn around, and, like, you know, it's nighttime, and it's at Rockfest, so you're outside. So all you see is this, like, horizon above all the people, the lights from the stage over, like, the darkness. And I turn around, and all of a sudden, I all I see is this guy like raise up he's got like these short dreads and whatnot and he raises up out of the darkness with his like broken half fucking sideways nose and he comes up and he starts trying to windmill punch my girlfriend so I just jump in and I like block a couple of the punches and punch him in the face like four times and stuff like that and then I get like pulled off by like five other people and they're all like what the fuck you doing? Like, uh, you better, like, run away before this guy's friends, like, show up and they try to hurt you and stuff like that. And I was, at that time, I was pretty blackout drunk. So I was just like, oh, fuck these guys. Fuck all their fucking friends. I will take them all on. And I, like, look at my girlfriend. I was like, okay, we we better go. We better go, you know. We went to Thai Express and I'm like, look at my girlfriend. I was like, yeah, they had a little Thai Express, like, uh, bus up there. And uh, I'm asking her, I'm like, what the hell was that guy punching you for? And she's like, well, he pushed me. And so I gave him a dirty look. And then he, like, took three steps back and then ran at me and tried to body check me. So I turned around and I punched him in the face. And she broke his nose when she punched him. Oof. And then he got up and he tried to grab her by the hair, but he had dreads. <laughs> But yeah, dreads. So <laughs> yeah. she grabbed him by the dreads and just yanked him referring. downwards, and that's when I turned around. And I was like, "What the fuck, Mandy? What the fuck are you doing?"
0: Like, Jesus,
1: that's crazy.
0: So uh, you've moved time. from uh, Spotify to Apple Music, have you? I have, yes, hundred percent. You're you're done the switch. You a hundred percent stopped paying for Spotify and you started paying for Apple Music.
1: Well, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing a one month overlap.
0: Okay. I hate Apple, but they have better quality.
3: They That's do. That's for sure.
0: I hate Spotify.
3: Yeah, Spotify is the worst. Fuck Spotify. Spotify
1: has shitty ass quality.
3: If Spotify ever sponsors you, I will not show up on your podcast. Me we, neither. We distribute through Spotify. <laughs> yeah, fuck no, Spotify. Yeah, we, have to reach, well, fuck them, we have to reach everybody. They ain't listening.
0: Let's be honest. <coughs> fuck you, Spotify. There you go. Whatever, we have to
1: reach
3: everybody. Fuck your ass. Yeah, Spotify is the easiest so, way to reach people, but Spotify is the devil. easiest way to get paid by any artist.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how can I uh, do this next year?
0: Uh, send me a link. What I song will. do you want to play?
1: I want to tell a little uh, story.
0: Just tell me the name of the song.
1: Nope, because it's on my YouTube. All right, so... Uh, I remember years ago uh, listening to The Edge 102. There was a very, very short notice show announced at the Elmo the night before. It must have been like 7 o'clock at night. They said Rancid and Maryland's Vinemans are coming to the Elmo tomorrow night. And uh, first come, first serve. So everyone went down to line up. Everyone was camping out. Tents, chairs, everything. Uh, There were so many people lined up. They already said, you know, the the show sold out within an hour the night before. They ended up handing out wristbands because I think it was winter time. Uh, So they handed out wristbands, told everyone to go home. Shows can't, uh, not canceled, sold out. Um Basically, if you lived outside of 35 minutes of the venue, you weren't going to get a shot at tickets. Um Maryland's Vitamins is a band from Toronto, which opened for Rancid. Really good band. And this is one of my favorite songs. It's called, uh, Promising Madison Sorry, no (laughs) You screwed
0: Promising Madeline Yeah, Promising Madeline
4: I picked up after the second ring My parents probably never heard a thing I asked you how your evening went let you change the subject, said he passed that an hour ago, subtle mention of a bloody nose, Then a foreign voice said we weren't alone, and I heard it all when you dropped the phone, and it's all happening again, all I wanna do is make it, but you made me swear Nobody'd ever know the truth It's all happening again All I want to do is make it But you made me swear to you Nobody'd ever know the truth And it seemed I'd never be next day I could only wipe the tears away and Listen as I held you tight Recount the horrors of the previous night I could never understand the pain Never understood why you felt ashamed over things you can never control Pain in your heart is all I know It's all happening again All I wanna do is make it end. But you made me swear to you Nobody'd ever know the truth It's all happening again All I wanna do is make it end. But you made me swear to you Nobody'd ever know the truth so-
1: was Marilyn's Vitamins with Promising Madeline. I said Madison earlier because I'm a punk rock dad and my son goes to daycare with a Madison. So I get confused sometimes. Just like all confused punk rock dads. What do you guys want to talk about next? I have a shitload of stuff, but I think Robbie was just mentioning something.
0: Give me some shit. Oh, what was
3: I mentioning? I don't know. Some Otherwise,
1: I have a shitload of materials. To oh, them.
3: something about my buddy's band, Big Brother. Yep. Maybe. Uh, yeah, they're great. They're from Toronto. And if uh, you like punk rock, go check out Big Brother, Scott Core, Toronto. There I can't you
0: find any Big Brother here. I got them right here. Send me a link. Uh,
3: okay. How do I do that? Go on. Go on, though. Me? Well, Well, I
1: can. I can until you get it lined up. Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, okay. Just for the
3: next song, I'd like to play a little Big Brother because they were kind of the guys that hooked me up when I was young. Uh, They were most of the surviving, while I say surviving, like the guy died. Uh, uh, They're mainly from the band Ghetto Blaster in Toronto, which was pretty big then, and Big Brother is pretty big now. Um, and I love them. So I'd like to play them.
1: Alright, let's do it. Did you
3: send me a link? I will send you, you a link.
1: Do you have uh more
3: Should I do it chatty right chatty? Uh chatty chatty. I don't know. Uh these guys uh they ran uh Unknown Records for a number of years. I think they're still doing it, but I could be wrong, so uh, Unknown Records. Uh, They actually have the largest archive of free punk rock online right now. If you look up Unknown Records uh, archives on, I think, uh, SoundCloud or Bandcamp or something like that. All right. uh, They have a massive thing. Uh, one, One of their most notable bands on there is the Filthy Radicals. Uh, they just got signs to Stomp Records. Oh nice, I love Stomp. And they've been doing amazing. Um, along with a lot of bands like came in the forty fives the Anti-Queens are on there. Nice. And you know Stomp uh Planet Smashers is uh, one yeah. of probably most local uh notable they're, bands they are from Montreal. From stomp. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I love Planet Smashers too myself. Yep.
1: Do you, As, you remember do you remember uh Union two one one two?
3: I don't I actually.
1: No? I think it's yeah. Uh, all Montreal. Montreal produces great ska music.
3: Oh, they definitely do. Uh, Montreal has such an amazing punk rock scene. Absolutely. And I, really...
1: and I will. I will share all this stuff you're sharing with us right now on the uh, punkrockdadcast.com. Okay,
3: yeah, go to the website. Check out these guys' website because yeah. it's amazing. And they're sharing all this stuff. They're sharing pictures. They're sharing links. They're sharing videos. They're sharing songs. I hope I'm not talking up my ass too much. No, though. no, no. But-
1: we will get our shit together and get everything up there. So back <laughs> to... Uh-
3: no, you guys talk for a little bit. I'm going to send this to Johnny and hope he plays Okay.
1: Uh, yeah, I also sent Johnny a link about another Gob song. If
0: I'm going to do, do Robbie's song first here That's All right. uh this
3: one's uh hate brother or big brother
0: big <sighs> hate I don't week, have Spotify is big brother,
3: you don't have Spotify
0: no well f-
3: mm-hmm. fuck's sakes, I'm gonna play it.
1: was a fucking amazing tune
3: i fucking love big brothers so much those guys helped me out when i was back in my band bloodshot eyes so much and those guys deserve every ounce of uh support that they ever got they've supported so many other bands in the scene especially in the toronto scene the toronto scott core crack rock steady kind of scene um filthy radicals being one of them who recently got signed onto stomp records with uh yeah with uh anti-Queens and came in the forty fives that's that's another that's a Montreal Scott band yeah uh, I also have to uh shout out to because those guys they're so humble <coughs> and they're so nice and they just do amazing things together.
1: Yeah, that's sweet. And uh like we were saying, like I love Stomp Records and and the whole Montreal punk ska scene is incredible. Um thank you. Uh for once in the first time on we're on episode six. Uh it seems like Johnny always has the, the virgin ears. That was a, a new track that I've never heard before and I fucking loved it. Oh yeah. So thank you.
3: Well shout out to Chris and Ian and yeah. uh, and uh their drivers <laughs> Um
1: I think Johnny's just taking a piss, but uh
3: Well we can take over now. It's time Yeah, yeah, it's our show
1: now. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Johnny Um What was I gonna get into? I was gonna get into uh so I don't know how you how you are with uh, with the news.
3: I try to keep pretty updated, so that's. Uh, so how crazy. do how do
1: you feel about censorship? Because
3: that's a heavy issue nowadays. I it kind of. it is so like I, you know like. Back in like the eighties and the nineties when like uh D Snyder and Frank Zappa and stuff were like going after the whole censorship. I understand that. Nowadays it's more like social media censorship, which I still think should apply. You know, like I don't believe it depends though. That's a heavy sword to hold. It's because like
1: it's very contra- controversial
3: because For like sure. you shouldn't yeah. censor things because who's the one behind the censorship is the question but also yeah. should you give like someone like Donald Trump a fucking platform or someone like Andrew Tate a platform to sit there and uh spew bullshit all the yeah. time so i don't know but maybe you should because uh cuz so, you know, so so they try to censor uh musicians lots of times.
1: Exactly. And, and and the whole thing with social media and and censorship and and not being able to have freedom of speech anymore. It's, it it it's terrible to to not be able to speak your mind anymore and and I think music is the only way to express your 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 freedom of speech, but
3: fuck Nazi punks,
1: fuck Nazi punks for sure, fuck Nazi punks. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm glad we can all agree on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I anyway, uh, I w- I, w-
1: I wanted to share this story about a conversation I had with with my dad through text messaging last night and today. Uh you know the the Buffalo Bills player that yeah, collapsed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, died, didn't he? I, no, he didn't. Did he die? No, yeah. he's. Did he die? Yeah. Did he? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think he did. Rest in peace. No, oh, Jesus. Um. Anyway. There's there's been a lot of talk about, you know, was it, he had, another booster shot, like a week before, and there's been a lot oh, yeah. of talk. I've seen a lot of doctors talking. Uh, Doctor Drew, wow. talking about uh. All his cardiac stuff going on and you know so i just mentioned to my dad and he he just ripped me a new one about um you know you you people it's people like you shane that are misinformation and he said something about why don't you watch the real news
3: the real news.
1: The real news. The CBC. The CTV. The Fox. I don't know. The Fox News. The CTV or the CNN. Oh, he didn't die. No, CNN, I don't, I don't,
3: Fox News died. are like two opposites. Yeah, exactly. But I don't. They're know. both I, bullshit. I don't they're, know they're what he. Both I
1: don't know what he means by the real news. But uh, going, I don't know. Going back to this whole censorship shit. Uh, censorship.
3: Oh, you gotta watch Rebel News. Rebel News, yeah. Uh, Johnny,
0: Johnny. Uh, This is probably something that you and I haven't talked too much about that we don't agree on, because I'm vaccinated. My wife's vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. I know you didn't want to get vaccinated. No. Yeah, we didn't really talk about this too much on the show. Well, maybe. And and maybe that's good. And you're still allowed in my house. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? She's a nurse. And I trust her judgment on a lot of that stuff. And, and I don't have and, time and, to and fucking... It's, it's,
1: it's, it's not about being vaxxed or unvaxxed. I'm totally cool with your own decision. I'm going back more towards the news. And, yeah, it's good And, to and, and to my dad telling me that I have to trust his the news. CBC. That
0: his news is the real news.
1: The CBC is the real news. But the news that I get... Is fake news is (laughs) the the point? Is the point of my story? It has nothing to do with vaccines or anything like that. It's where you get your news source from. Mm -hmm. Is my point of the story?
3: No. Well, if you're a smart human being, you get your news source from a multiple uh, arrangement of both of them. And personally, from our area, but this isn't going to apply to everyone, obviously. But from the GTA. I think the only unbiased news source that I can think of is CP24.
0: I don't know. That's pretty biased. Is it? <laughs> it's, <laughs> pretty, <laughs> it? it's pretty leftist. Do you find
3: that's it uh, pretty leftist? That's, yeah. because that's because i Because
0: I, I find it pretty uh, in the middle. CP24 I find is leftist. CBC is relatively right. CBC is right. I mean, never found that one that's that's my um understanding of it
3: uh cbc is our our general government funded one the one that a lot of people want to get taken down because C- it's too leftist. cbc
1: is very government funded mm-hmm. and there's that's also the
3: one that a lot of people want to get t- taken down because it's too leftist there's
1: also canadian press canadian mm-hmm. press feeds a lot of it which is all government i guess
0: i guess this couldn't be avoided we're on episode six, and we tried not to get oh, as political as we be could. Political? <laughs> well,
3: we're going to get political now. So
1: so remember I'm the- a uh, punk, so I'm, a politic, I'm a
0: political punk, so I a I'm a political punk, too. And remember- I'm a total nonpartisan, don't want to cause any havoc type of guy. Re, yeah,
3: I, I love both but, sides. I have friends that who are conservative or who are Republican, and Republican. But, I, I still love them. <laughs> I you but know they're I, I, don't, I
1: don't like getting into <laughs> politics, but I have to uh speak out when I can. Robbie, remember the uh the convoy to Ottawa? Oh,
3: yes, we can all so, talk about the convoy. So
1: so Trudeau went out and just recently supported protests from around the world. Yes. Saying he supported all these protests. Yes,
3: because protest is more a leftist thing.
1: But he shut down the one in Canada that was against him that was peaceful they were giving food out to everybody okay okay and they shut down bank accounts and like what the fuck
3: like if you want my opinion (laughs) this is gonna uh, turn uh, nasty Robbie's here (laughs) Robbie's here so Robbie's gonna give his opinion um no it's not gonna turn nasty actually uh as far as the freedom convoy goes i think the whole uh measure of it was uh precedent i think people were done with a lot of things but the thing is whenever you have a mass protest of anything you're gonna have a lot of bad people come join you and put their own influence into it put their and own on it yeah exactly like uh you can look at any major ride in the world, like you look at like the Martin Luther King rides or like the Ronnie King ride like a lot of those were based in very good ideas, but there's when there's a huge ride if we went outside right now and there was a huge ride outside, some people are gonna join it, and s- some of those people aren't gonna really be for those main values not be
0: people who represent what that riot. so yeah but they a see a big
3: major riot upon Ottawa you know Canada's Kay. capital okay but and they're gonna they're gonna take it in their own thing So Kay. there's a lot of guys like doing like uh just pushing you know and there was a lot of terrorist activity coming into it
1: no no there was no terrorist activity and there was not no at riot. all don't not use at the, all. don't use the word riot and don't use the word terrorist there was nothing everything was peaceful First of all, not
3: everything was peaceful. That is not true.
1: Uh, Show me.
3: I can show you. I can send it to you. Um,
1: So, so everyone was kicked out except for the CBC.
3: Now, was was the only one that could cover. Now I'm going to show you my other side before you cut me off (laughs) is the other side is uh, the government should not have put in the emergency powers to cut off financial assets to certain people. Because that's bullshit. That is complete bullshit. How can I'll the government come in you be and lock down your fucking as lock? As you wish. But if they find you doing something, they should lock you up. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, but why can they have, uh, you know, like BLM protests in downtown Toronto that take over the streets? And that's fine.
3: Yeah, because it's the same deal because, uh,
0: you know, a lot of, you know, that yeah. was one that I didn't that's necessarily why I, agree with. Not that I'm not for a Black Lives no, Matter movement. No, I know. Movement. I agree. You're but more like black you're, than any of us. You're burning <laughs> things into the street. You're causing destruction to public yeah, property. Yeah, but it's yeah. the same
3: idea. You cause those, and Antifa, which isn't a terrorist organiza- organization, by the way. I mean, like that's a punk rock ideal. That's been a punk rock ideal for 20 years before fucking... Did you say anti- Antifa? Antifa. Yeah, oh. Antifa which Antifa, means yeah. anti-fascist. Yeah. Um and they were involved in the BLM. Now, I know a lot of buildings were burning down, but you got to understand a riot's going on. You're saying you're Antifa. What stops fucking Pete down the corner that's been cooking meth for the nine Last nine months for coming <laughs> out of his house and be like, I'm anti too. And I go down there and then he burns down a building. And he's like, I'm anti I'm anti because anti doesn't have a leader. There's no organization on anti That's a punk rock ideal that we have always cherished, is like fighting the fascism. And for some reason, that got intertwined way too much Somehow in the block. Somehow, the Lives definition
0: Matter. of fascism became something different. Wow, people were fighting. American police
3: is pretty fascist. So. Sure,
0: it got real fucked up. Real fast.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I was gonna say this is great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, i right, uh, glad I brought Robbie John, down here. Johnny, I sent, I, s- I sent you uh, a link. Yeah, gob censorship. Mm. This is what we want to play right now. Because going way back, we got way off topic, but gob censorship.
0: Censor shit.
1: Censor shit. You're right.
4: That shit was really mean to me? I think it absolutely stinks. There's no question about it. I wonder if they know because they are so fine And they just deny it, but they really suck.
0: Censorship by Gob. So I think we're about ready to wrap it up for this week. Next week, we'll get into more political arguments and uh, probably beat the <laughs> shit out of each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I just wanted to uh, clear the air a little bit because we got pretty deep into politics there and about censorship. Some beliefs. Yeah, and... Uh, we always get pretty i mean every every family get together thanksgiving christmas stuff like that covid really hits deep with everyone and i didn't mean to go into the covid conversation with everyone
3: i think punk without talking about <laughs> politics is bullshit i
1: mm. was i was i was aiming more for for the media act aspect of it all so um i was just trying to uh clear the air so uh check your phone real quick while we gather some information
0: uh-huh um Did you send another uh i
1: did send another quick song while robbie lines up his while that. we wrap up the show
3: oh we got two more songs yeah we do I send we'll you? just
1: yeah uh this is uh,
0: more off with their heads.
1: Yeah, one more clear the air. Just while well, we Let's clear the air, and uh, we'll move on and end the end the night. Okay, we'll play some uh, clear, more the, clear the, the air. Because I didn't mean for it to. Go, <laughs> I didn't mean for it to go that deep into the conversation. Oh.
0: Me neither. And, I'm uh,
1: sorry. I and so much and, shit. and me and Robbie were talking about that out outside while we were having a smoke, and it was like, wow, that got really deep. And I don't, I don't care if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. I didn't mean for it to get that deep into a conversation about that. It was more about the media, and 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 the mainstream media versus the underground media, and. Everything like that. Had nothing, I think they're both it had nothing It had nothing to do with COVID. I wasn't getting into the COVID conversation. But here we are. Clear the air.
4: I wanted to tell you, I wanted to share Some important details that you're unaware of I want you to listen, I want you to care I'll choke to death if I don't clear the air It's not a secret that I obsess, and then I get angry and then I get stressed And you can't imagine and you can't compare, you've no frame of reference and then you get scared I'm doing my best to help make you see that it's not your fault when I beg and I plead It's much easier just to go back to sleep but we gotta find a place to start because I'm falling apart
0: The Beta 58s with me versus me. Fuck yeah! Yeah, I think we're about to wrap it up for the night
1: again. Um, for once, I have the 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 Virgin Ears.
0: You've never heard that one? No, that was twice tonight. I've heard Robbie play that one a lot, and he's got a great version of that. And he was mentioning that the lead singer from that song, The Beta 58s, is now the drummer, or vice versa for the ripcords? Yeah,
3: he's the drummer for the ripcords now. He was also my drummer and uh, I guess he was the rookie drummer. Guy gets drummer. around, eh? Yeah, he was the rookie drummer then and he's like, I suck at drums. I was like, it's okay. We were on mini tour together when I was in the band Bloodshot Eyes and we were playing with uh, Beta 58s and uh, they jumped in because my drummer broke off. Now I see him with the ripcords and I saw him in Montreal at Trackside. Nice. And that's the story I was talking about before. Um, yeah. He does amazing things for himself. And the Beta 58s are definitely a band that anybody should check out. Especially if they like, like old school skate punk kind of uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love skate punk.
0: Wigged. Yeah. Skate, pump, skate punk is a segue to pop punk. I don't even it, skateboard. It kind, but it kind I love of is. Skateboard.
1: Yeah, it kind of is. Like uh, uh, Pennywise and the SoCal movement, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: I'm going to have to get into that. All right. Well, that wraps us up for another week. So, uh, yeah. Um,
1: let's uh, wrap it up with uh, I'm starting to share all our photos and videos from our memories. You can check it out. I don't know where you're gonna be listening from, but you can check out all our stories and videos and photos at uh, punkrockdadcast.com. I love that. <laughs> Fucking right.
0: Not Thank you so much for having me. Or people here. who can procreate. Uh,
1: you're yeah, welcome. man, Robbie, you you have been happy great. to have
3: you. I hope I wasn't too much for you. No, podcast. you've been great.
1: You've had lots of stories. We love having you as a guest.
0: We like stories. We love. I stories. I talk too much.
1: No. We like
0: talkers. Well, people, that's it for another week. We'll see you on the next one. Cheers.